to Natural MD Radio, your place to hear the whole truth on health and medicine for women and children and get the tools you need to take back your health naturally starting now. I'm Dr. Aviva Ram. If you're like so many moms or dads out there, chances are you might be struggling with trying to get your child or children to eat healthier, which as a mom of four and a grandmom of two, I know is no small feat. And if your child has been diagnosed with a food intolerance, a food allergy, gluten sensitivity, a behavioral challenge that requires you to change the diet, this becomes even more pressing for you. So how do you do it? How do you make these changes? With me today is my friend and colleague, Elaine DeSantos. Elaine was a frazzled stay-at-home mom who became a family health revolutionary and a certified transformational nutrition coach. Upon experiencing an immune system breakdown herself from being overstressed and overtired, I bet a lot of moms and some dads out there are shaking their heads, from caring for her own sick family, Elaine founded familyforhealth.com and healthyfamilymealplans.com to help families get healthier one meal at a time so that they're better together and can stay healthy for life. Elaine, thank you so much. I know you're a busy mom and a businesswoman, so thank you so much for taking the time to join me today and join me in helping make this easier for families. Yeah, absolutely, Aviva. I'm so happy to be here. It's um, it's a blessing to be here with you and spend this time with you. And it's an honor to be able to share, you know, basically just share my story of, of how we were in pain and we now do it and we help share it with the world. Um, so I'm happy to be here and um, serve and support your listeners. Yay, thank you. So this topic of being overstressed and overtired and leading to an immune system breakdown is so important to me as a functional medicine doctor and a mom and a busy woman myself. So important, in fact, that it's what I'm now writing my next book about. Tell me what happened. Tell us what happened to you. What what was going on and what, what happened in this breakdown, this health breakdown? Yeah, well, you know, that's actually the very last thing that happened to me and my family. Um, What led to that was that um, I was that frazzled stay-at-home mom trying to just put band-aids on my children, my spouse, whoever was hurting the most, Aviva, I was just pulling out the band-aids, right? Running to doctor appointments, filling up prescriptions because they had so many different symptoms, but I didn't know what was wrong. And I just thought this was the cycle that a busy mom, I was a pretty new mom at the time, I had a baby and a toddler. And, you know, I thought this is just life. This is what happens to moms. And so it wasn't until my baby he was a baby at the time and he constantly had these runny noses and constant coughs. The cough really bothered me, you know, kids have a lot of boogies and you know, I just thought, okay, that's babies, but that <laughs> constant cough, right? And just, I wasn't getting any answers about it. My daughter had eczema and always had red peely skin until uh, one day it was just like 
fiery red. She felt like her skin was on fire. The baby one day had trouble breathing. Um, my husband, who you know was busy taking care of the whole family, providing for the family, working so hard, had daily migraines that he was you know popping pills for, which I thought, oh, he works so hard, like this is something that's just, you know, happens. Well, it wasn't until one day when his migraine turned into a brain scare. He had this ocular mm. migraine where his, it, he was in so much pain and then his vision would, would come in and out. And he'd have to literally pull over on the side of the road or pull over, you know, stop and doing what he, what he was doing. And so all of this was happening and again, I was just trying to put on band-aids on whoever was hurting the most. Well, what happened was one day as I was doing that, I woke up just like any other morning to the cry of my baby and I could not get out of bed. I couldn't get out of bed. I was in such excruciating pain. I had no idea what was happening to me. It was the freakiest thing ever. I've never heard of this, anything. I couldn't even move a quarter of an inch to get out of bed to help my crying baby out of the crib. Luckily, I had my toddler, and so she ran over saying, Mommy, the, the baby's crying, and she handed me my cell phone, and I, I got help from grandparents. Good old, oh, thank God for grandparents. And um, what happened was I got shingles. My immune system was the immune system of an 85-year-old, and I just basically crashed and burned. My body just gave out on me. And I'm sure, you know, you've seen this probably before with your patients and can tell me, you know, it was a lot, it was a lot more than that, that that led to this, but that's where we were at. And so when I heard from the doctor that there was nothing I could do except take pain medication, that was it. Like that was the last straw. I thought, I can't keep taking prescriptions and I can't keep medicating my entire family. I'm a young mother. I have a baby and a toddler. My husband's story was really scary because his father died of a brain aneurysm when my husband was only two years old. And so to think that he's having this brain scare himself when we have a baby and a toddler, it scared us straight. And we knew that we had to find help and we needed to find it from somewhere else other than traditional medicine. So fortunately, we found an integrative MD and um, who we loved and helped us and took it back to testing us for food intolerances and food allergies. And there were so many answers uncovered right there with the food allergy testing. My husband, my two children were off the charts in gluten, wheat, dairy, corn. There were just things that we were eating every single day. We were on a processed food diet. Because Most we Americans are, right? Right. Most of us are. I mean, if you're a busy mom, you're dealing with whatever yeah. the situation is, right? And so you're doing whatever's the fastest for you to get food on the table. And what I didn't know is those choices that I was making in putting, reheating those boxes and going through those drive throughs and waiting for delivery, I didn't know that I was making this problem worse for my family. 
And so once we got those answers about um, our food intolerances and food allergies, we took it back to just eating real food. We took it back to using food as medicine. We did this, Aviva, as a family. You see, everything I tried before to maybe uh, lose weight, because the other thing above all of these pains, aches and pains that we were having and we were ignoring and we were just trying to, you know, throw prescriptions at, both my husband, Michael, and I were overweight. I mean, both of us together combined, we were almost 100 pounds overweight. So we... I, I know you guys. And I'm just trying to picture that because you guys are such little, you're both such little people now. Right. But the weight, you know, kind of with the stress, with the overwhelm, with the busyness, it just kind of creeps up. And when we started just eating that real food, not even concentrating on our diet, right? Because we were scared straight. I mean, we just wanted to be out of pain. So we wanted to stay away from these foods that we were allergic to. Well, and we're intolerant to. Well, what we didn't realize was that that was just reducing the inflammation, reducing and releasing toxins, and just the weight just naturally shed. And our pains just naturally cleared up. My baby didn't have that constant cough and runny nose. My daughter's skin was nice and soft. My husband, I mean, honestly, I can't even believe that to this day, this has been six years ago now, to this day, he doesn't even take an aspirin, an Advil, like he can count the number of headaches he's had in the past six years on maybe one hand. And I feel better than ever because I now, instead of trying to put the band-aids on everyone else, whoever's most pain, and putting the oxygen mask, you know how we travel and we get on a plane, and as moms, we really have to listen to that because they tell us, for your safety, put your oxygen mask on first, so then you can help, you know, those around you, right? Your little ones, your, but I ignored that. We didn't, I didn't do that. Because there was no time for that. But now I know that I've got to put that oxygen mask on myself first. And, um, and that was just the, the tipping point for my family is to, to eat this real food, to eat healthier, and as a family. Elaine, I have a question for Mm -hmm. you, kind of stepping back into the story before we go forward and talk about how you actually made the food changes and how families can make those simply. But so many families get stuck and don't get beyond the point of getting the diagnosis, being told there's nothing else you can do but take medications. And most people don't connect the dots, right, and say Mm -hmm. there's something else I can do. What What do you think it was inside you that just was fed up and said, no more, I need to make a change. Yes. You know, it's that mama bear intuition, that intuition that, that you have that I think that as we get really busy and overwhelmed, we just, we don't tap into ourselves. We, we ignore it. And so, um, kind of just going with your gut and tapping into that intuition is what made me realize when I just stopped. And it, and it really did for me, it happened when I was in bed because I had to be in bed. 
um, for several weeks after I did, I did get the shingles. So I was kind of in bed thinking what I could do. I kind of, I went to the internet and I was listening to podcasts similar to yours. I mean, that was just eye opening Aviva to hear and have that information just feeding my inner gut, right? Feeding my intuition so that I could then make those connections for myself. But it's really in that slowing down and connecting with myself that I found it. And slowing down is a bit of the part of the process of making the time to think about food and plan ahead. I found that for my family, just taking time maybe once a week. And then when you get really familiar with it, even once a month to think, okay, what am I going to prepare? It seems like it may take a lot of time in the short run, but man, it just saves you so much time running to doctors, waking up with sick kids. And it actually saves a lot of money too, I think. So tell me, you, you were feeding your, you talk about you were feeding your kids, reheating food out of boxes, waiting in fast food lines, the pretty typical stuff folks mm-hmm. are doing. How did you start to even become familiar with what you needed to prepare for your family? Well, I, um, at my integrative doctor's office, I saw a nutritionist. I, um, you know, listened to the podcast. I went online and did my research. Um, I bought the cookbooks. I, uh, pinned the recipes. I, you know, bookmarked the internet websites. I did all of that. And see, I had the luxury of doing that because I was a stay, I am a stay at home mom. I always, I always will be. That's so important to me. But I, I really just consumed my time into doing that, right? So that I could, I could have that plan, make that plan. But one of the tips that I have for the listeners today that I want to share is that having a plan can be a lot easier than that, right? You can just focus on one, one, um, one resource whether it's cookbooks that you enjoy or one resource, whether it's websites or one resource, and just focus on having a plan and making your plan. And what this does is it helps you take back control of your health and your pocketbook, right? So we actually at Healthy Family Meal Plans have put this together, all of my work that I've kind of researched put it all together in one software system where you can go in on healthy family meal plans and you can have brand new recipes every single week come into your dashboard. You also have a database of recipes that you can go into and drag and drop your recipes into a meal planning calendar. Because what happens is when you don't have a plan, that's when everything goes all array, right? You, you're running into the grocery store and that's when you get tempted to pull boxes off of the aisles. You just buy things and then maybe you have those great intentions and you buy those romaine lettuce, butter lettuce, and then later on you find them sitting in the bottom of your fridge and they've wilted because you just didn't do anything with them or you didn't know what to do with it. Um, so having a plan to cook more, and even if it's just a few nights a week will help you take back control of your health and save you a lot of money. 
You know, it's so funny. My husband, I was a working mom and a stay-at-home mom, so my work was from home, and I homeschooled my kids. So I had the luxury of being around, but my life was pretty busy. I was midwifing babies and writing books and and homeschooling. Mm. So for me, what I found was it would be so cute. My husband would come home. He was a school teacher and then a high school principal. And Tracy would say, oh, I'll make dinner tonight, hon. What should I make? And I would just crack up. I'd be like, dude, that's the hardest part is figuring out what to make. And we had four, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? We had four kids. We still have four kids. And um, we, uh, so what I did, this was way before the internet because my oldest is 30 and my youngest is 21. So I already had to have a plan in place before these cool, you know, like back then, if you ate organic, you were just weird. So (laughs) I would every Sunday morning, every Sunday morning, I would get out a piece of paper and I would draw like kind of a repeated grid for my calendar. Mm -hmm. And then I would literally put in, and I'm, I made it pretty simple for myself. I would do like Monday night was going to be like healthy Mexican and Tuesday night was going to be soup and a salad. Wednesday night was, you know, this Thursday night was that. And so we kind of rotated it. And what happened was I would create these menus and then I would have, I'd make enough for leftovers for the next day. And then after a while, what happened is I accumulated enough of those sheets that I made up that I could kind of mix and match, right? And just change my days. But to have something, and then I, and then I had another notebook where I would just sort of rip out recipes and, you know, put them in a three ring binder, but to have something that you're that you are offering would make such a difference for, for so many families. And I can't tell you how many families, I mean, just one of my relatives with kids was recently saying to me that they're spending a couple of thousand dollars a month on takeout food because both she and her husband has been work. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, if they had meals and menus already made, well, not the meals made up, but if they had the menus Mm -hmm. already made up, they could shop once a week, get all their ingredients, know how much they needed to make leftovers for the next day. Mm -hmm. They'd also be not wasting food and not, and I think how much money you could save, like that's a lot of money to spend on takeout. And it's so unhealthy. I mean, you cannot get, you can get better takeout nowadays, but it's hard to get takeout that doesn't have sugar in it or hidden ingredients. And I have a lot of patients who order things at restaurants and the restaurant will say that that grilled salmon is, is gluten-free, but then they end up really reactive. So it's, it's a lot easier to control if you, if you have really sensitive kids or a sensitive partner at home. Yes. And and here's the thing. That's the other part of researching. You know, you have to make sure that it fits your family's, you know, dietary restrictions or just even healthy way of eating. Right. So our recipes are all gluten free, dairy free, soy free, um, refined sugar free. They're even legume free, peanut free and corn free because those are the top most common allergens, right? The top most um, intolerant foods that most people are, yeah, most people are intolerant to. And so those are not even in the system. So you know that when you go in to look for a recipe, you're going to have real whole foods, um, pretty much like a paleo-based way of eating, the way our ancestors ate, the way our great-grandmothers ate, right? Before we had these 
processed foods. So it was a simple way for our family to go from processed foods to eating real foods because they're filled with great healthy fats and meats and vegetables that um, are all paired really well in order for the real food to just speak for itself. Because you see, the other thing you can do is you can go into cookbooks and you can pull out these recipes, but sometimes they're so complicated you just don't have a lot of time or you can't even find the ingredients, right? That's a trouble that I was running into. And so here I've made it so that these recipes are even though they're chef created, they're not mine, they're very simple with simple ingredients that you can find at your local grocery store. And the other plus is that the shopping list is already done for you in these meal plans. So, you know, another step for planning what to eat, yes, is that you have to make your shopping list, right? And so um, you just, when you pick your, your meal plans that you want, you dragged and dropped it into that little grid that you were telling me about. You have that online on your computer. Then you can click the shopping list button and it will not only list out exactly what you need and how much you need it, but it even divides it by sections of the grocery store. So if you need to shoot that off to your spouse, oh, right, great. on the way home from work, they can just pick that up and there's no scavenger hunts as to where things are or, you know, an ingredient forgotten to get picked up because it's all, it's all right there. But I also wanted to share, Aviva, is that, um, you know, another really good way to save money is to eat seasonally, right? Like eat what is in season, what is most abundant. What's so fabulous about eating seasonally is that it's just the way God and mother nature intended us to eat, right? To have these foods when they're in season, they're not only cheaper because of supply and demand, right? There's a lot of them. So grocery stores, farmers markets, uh, CSAs, they all want you to have this stuff because they have so much of it for a lesser price. But it also is when it's in season, it has the most vitamins and nutrients for you. And it's also something that your body craves. You know, when it's, when it's hot in the summer, don't you and your kids always crave watermelon and um, fruits because they're just so hydrating and it's really hot. And in the winter, you're like, I want to just be cozy and cuddle up with some, you know, butternut squash soup or something. It's because our bodies were designed to just crave those foods that are really good for us in season and in abundance. And um, so not only does that save you, absolutely right? And not only does that save you money, but it also um, helps you just kind of stay on track to eat healthier because you feel more nourished and fulfilled from your food. It's really nice too. I mean, in where I live, I live kind of in the country. So eating that way also allows me to eat more locally because it's what's mm. being produced. And and it's really interesting. If you look at Ayur, Ayurvedic medicine or Chinese medicine, there's a lot of, um, in those systems about the energetics of food. Mm. So does a food heat you up? Does a food cool you down? And eating in those seasonal food patterns 
may actually enhance our health in other ways. So, you know, is eating ice cream in the winter, for example, or eating cold, having cold juices and, and summer fruits in the winter, what impact does that have on immunity, for example? So mm. it's, it's all very interesting to look at it that way. I, I have a question for you. Now, yeah. your kids were young when you made these transitions in your family. And my kids, we started them out eating that way. We were fortunate to kind of be early mm. natural foods adopters. But what about for families that are making the transition with older kids, kids who are in school, kids who are already like, no way, mom, I'm not giving up the chicken nuggets. Maybe I won't eat chicken McNuggets, but I'm still having the chicken nuggets. Or, you know, they, they want to have their kids eat healthier, but the kids, they don't want to eat that at school, right? So what are your suggestions and how do you uh, recommend families make that transition? And, and also how can your meal plans support that for the families? Yeah, absolutely. That is so hard. And it, it's also, it's also can be challenging. It's that whole, you know, birthday party question, because even for my kids who have been eating real food for a while now, it's, you know, but what about when they go to a birthday party? So we all experience these, you know, a little bit challenging um, situations with feeding our, our kids healthy, whether they've started from the beginning or, um, you know, you're just trying to transition them off from processed food. My advice is taking it one meal at a time, one meal at a time where it is, um, it's not a mandated thing, but it's in almost like an invitation, um, to eating real food and eating in this way. And it starts with the whole, you know, having a plan and cooking, just cooking more at home and even inviting them into the kitchen, inviting them to be part of the process. As busy moms, the last thing we want to do when we've come home from work, we've taken the kids to baseball practice, taken the, you know, our daughter to ballet practice, we run into the kitchen. The last thing we need are little kids coming in to slow us down, ask us questions or anything. And we think that when we ask for help, that it's slowing us down. And indeed, it's not, right? It can get that dinner on the table faster. And when you involve the children, even if it's in, hey, would you do me a favor and wash this uh, kale? Would you do me a favor and peel this squash? You know, whatever it is, once they come in, Aviva, into that invitation to come into the kitchen, my immediate advice is to turn the attention right back at them and start connecting and talking to them about their day. So did something, tell me about something funny that happened at school today, or tell me about, you know, um, what you did at recess and giving them that attention, making that connection with them as they're just, you know, helping you and giving them more exposure to, to real healthy foods is going to kind of just integrate into your lifestyle, right? The last thing you want to do is come in and just storm through the, the um, kitchen and say, no one's ever going to eat this again. We're never going to have that again. We're <laughs> never, right? Because it's not going to work with children. Yeah. And by the way, it's not going to work with your spouse either, <laughs> Right, so, it doesn't work with our. It doesn't work with yourself, or it, it really doesn't. I think the natural. We have a natural rebellion, I think, as human beings against certain kinds of rules. Absolutely, and so it's it's kind of just 
taking it one meal at a time and um, integrating it into your lifestyle so that, you know, slowly taste buds will change, transitions will be made where, you know, these are these setting yourself, setting your children up with learning how to cook is only going to set them up for future success in life, right? These are healthy habits that they're going to have and they're going to take away when they've moved on and out of the house, right? So they could make their choices for themselves. And they'll never forget it, whether they complain or, you know, are not too keen on it. Um, they'll never, ever forget that. Yeah, it's, it's so core. And I find that when the kids help make things, they're more engaged and find more pleasure and enjoyment in eating them. There's a little bit of pride in that. We used to have one night set aside where the kids could pick what they wanted us to make or what they would, as they got older, you know, the kids food night. And it was always fun and interesting and sometimes a little crazy, but having that engagement just makes, even it makes shopping easier. It makes the whole thing easier if you're taking your kids along with you. So what are three of your top tips for feeding your family healthy on a budget, because that's something that families, when I talk to them about food, of course, I walk them through how to do it. But I'm curious to hear what you would say. Um, it's so much healthier, for example, to feed kids organic. But some things I always tell people I'm not going to spend $4.99 on an organic peach. So, okay. you know, how do you make those choices of what to eat organic, what to prioritize? Do you prioritize certain kinds of meats or uh, other things organic or other things are more okay conventional. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, my tips, my three top tips kind of go back to, we touched upon them a little bit. I think the first one, number one is to have a plan, you know, um, you absolutely, when you have that plan, then you're going to know exactly what you're cooking, how much you need and you know, nothing's going to spoil or go to waste in that, in that regard. You can also look at, um, I love EWG, the environmental working group where they have a list of the dirty dozen and the clean 15. And so, you know, there's, there's the dirty dozen have more pesticides and those are the fruits and vegetables that you, um, do want to, um, buy organic. And then there's the clean 15 that is not, you know, that you could save a little more money and buy conventional there. The other um, tip that helps save you money is to eat seasonally, right? Supply and demand. It's as simple as that, right? It's in abundance. And so then the grocery stores, the farmers markets, the CSAs, the community supported agricultures, they have those, um, you know, on sale in abundance. So you're going to save money making that. The great thing about my healthy family meal plans is that I'm dedicated to every single week. Those recipes are seasonal recipes. So the recipes that you get every single week are in season. So they're going to automatically help you already start saving money that way. Um, and when you go to, to buy your staples, like say your meats and other things, the, a great thing to do is to go to your farmer's market and, um, you know, buy, um, organic meats there. You can buy them in bulk. You can buy them. Um, you can even share I've done that and I have friends that do that where they might um, buy even like a quarter of a cow or something or half a cow and split it amongst families. I mean, there's ways... 
for you definitely to save money. You know, one thing is these big box stores too. I mean, I, I really, really love in my heart and prefer to buy local, but sometimes um, a lot of busy families have these box stores that are convenient for them to go to. And you'd be surprised how many organic products they now have at those, you know, big box stores. And so that can save you money. And my third tip is to batch cook. And you kind of mentioned that too, that you used to do that. You know, we don't have a lot of time to cook every single night of the week. And so if you can just go in, like in my healthy family meal plans, you can just go in and you can adjust a serving size. And so with a click of a button, you adjust the serving size and then your recipe just changes right before your eyes. You don't have to multiply or, you know, calculate or remember whether you put in that extra tablespoon of, you know, uh, salt or not. And then you can, um, that'll all reflect on your shopping list so that you can buy that stuff in a bulk and you can batch cook. Now, you know, one of the things is eating healthy does not have to be boring, right? I mean, if you want your kids to really get on board, you want your husband, you know, your spouse to get on board, it can't be boring. And so when you batch cook, you want to go ahead and freeze and save some of those meals. And so now that not only is going to save you money, but it's also going to save you time later for those nights that dance practice went a little later and, you know, you had a work meeting that went a little longer and you walk into the house and you can pull that out of your freezer and you have a, a meal ready to go. So I would say, um, you know, definitely... A batch cook not only saves you money, but saves you time and you can just rotate those out so it doesn't get, those meals don't get boring. Elaine, do you guys have options for vegetarians and vegans in the healthy meal plans? That is such a good question. Aviva, we have just started with more of a paleo-based meal plan simply because it's, it's going from that processed food to real food and it was, it's kind of the easiest transition where it's kind of your meat and potatoes type of, of way of eating. And so we certainly have vegetables that are in there that, you know, if you went to healthyfamilymealplans.com onto my blog, I would invite a vegan or vegetarian to go into there and maybe get some of the, um, the vegetable recipes, but the system itself, no, I would say it's, it is dairy-free but it's not really geared towards uh, vegans and vegetarians. Okay. It's good to know. I yeah. just wanted yeah. to, you know, answer that question for, for any listeners. So yeah. let's, let's just jump back one sec for families who want to do this on their own. They want to create their own menu planning or what you did before you had this and created this. Did you do something similar to what I did kind of printed out a calendar or had a calendar and then just sort of manually went through cookbooks or recipes and plugged them in there? That was it. And I would, I would have to take out, you know, my Sunday afternoon to do that. Right. I just would, um, take, make that time. So schedule that time, because if you're going to eat healthier, you need to have that plan. Right. So schedule that time for yourself, whatever, uh, whether it's a Sunday afternoon or whatever night you like to do that, pull together your, your cookbooks, grab a cup of tea, get your notebook so that you can really just draw out your grid, map out what you'd like, and then 
uh, write up your shopping list so that you have it ready to go for the week. You know, when, we're, when we don't have to think about it, when it's just something you can automatically do, um, then it's easier to stick with the plan, right? It's easier to stick healthy when we can make it automatic and part Absolutely. of our lifestyle. And have a place where you save those because over time you'll accumulate your own cache of recipes and shopping lists and menus that you can repurpose. And that's really so valuable because then you can say, all right, well, I really liked that vegetarian um, entree and I really liked that vegetable dish and I think they would go well together and you can start to mix and match or I really liked that chicken dish and wow I think it would go great maybe even cut up in that salad for a lunch for the next day so save those shopping lists save those menu plans and save the rest all somewhere, either in your computer or a hard file. If you do not have the interest in or want to create your own, which so many busy families are not going to have the interest in doing, and there's a lot of startup to learn how to do all this, Elaine, tell families how they can access healthy family meal plans and what to expect in, in signing up for that. Absolutely. I'd love to do that. And um... What they can do is they can just go to healthyfamilymealplans.com forward slash Aviva. And the reason why I tagged it there with your name is so that I can give your listeners a free seven-day full access plan and pass to Healthy Family Meal Plans. So you can go in there, follow the weekly seasonal Yay. recipes. Yeah, as is. Or you can have fun and sit down and drag and drop the recipes, search our database. The great thing about our database is you can search by ingredients. So if you know that your kids love sweet potatoes, just search sweet potatoes and recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack that contain sweet potatoes will pop up, right? Or whatever it is you're looking for. If you've saved some money and you've gotten some extra, you know, organic chicken and um, you want to know how to cook that, just search by that ingredient. If you're trying to reduce inflammation and you've recently learned that ginger is a great spice to cook with, search ginger and that'll pop up for you too. So I want you to be able to really just use it and see if it works for you. Because the most important advice that I can give moms is that you have to do what works for you. You have to do what works for you and your family. There is no one perfect diet. There is no one perfect plan that's going to fit everyone, right? I'm just sharing different ideas so that you can find what works for you and you can really customize and tailor it to fit you and your family's needs so you can really just set your family up for success. It's so powerful and it's sometimes it's overwhelming at first and hard and scary and new, but I do promise you that it does get easier over time. It just sort of becomes like the back of your hand. It's just the way you and your family live. And you can either use this wonderful, surprise, amazing free gift of a seven day free pass. Get that you guys. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for doing that for everyone, Elaine. So it's a seven day full access pass to healthy family meal plans by going to www.healthyfamilymealplans.com 
backslash Aviva, A-V-I-V-A, and that will get you into the seven-day free pass. Amazing. And you guys are also, and I say you guys, because you guys have a little family business going on. Yeah. Tell us more. And you're doing a, a new book, Food Fights, with, it's the definitive guide to the most talked about eating styles. And that's the chapter that you have in it with your husband is ending the food fight at the family dinner table. So tell us about that. It's really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes and it and it goes with one little um, kind of bonus um, tip that I have for your for the listeners that kind of go beyond the plate, um, beyond the dinner plate. But this this food fights book is just. It's about different styles of eating. We've co-authored it with some amazing just mentors and colleagues, but our section of the book is more about, you know, how to get your kids on board, how to get your family on board, how to actually do and and follow a healthy way of eating that fits you and your family. So we're really excited about those very practical tips that are in that book. And so um, that's going to be a book that you can just get on Amazon.com, either in Kindle or um, hardback version or soft cover uh, version. And, um, you know, the and that's thing- coming out in uh, February. Yes. February 2016. February 2016. Okay. And that's with J- some great authors. You've got JJ Virgin, who talks a lot about um, low inflammation and elimination diet. You've got Tom O'Brien, who talks about gluten-free. You've got Joel Kahn, who's a really well-respected cardiologist. So this book is not just for um, for the kids. It's for grown-ups who want to make changes in our lives, too. Absolutely. And it's just, um, yeah, Dr. Joel Kahn is um, talking about vegan, vegetarian lifestyle. Uh, Dr. Stephen Masley is about um, smart fat, healthy fats. Dr. Kellyanne Petrucci is talking about paleo and bone broth in there. So yes, it covers an array of um, eating styles. And so that you can go in and, And you know, find the one that works best for you. Mm -hmm. And that's called Food Fights, the definitive guide to the most talked about styles of eating. And Elaine's chapter is ending the food fight at the family dinner table. And you also have a four-week online course that's getting going too. Tell us about that. Yes. You have so many wonderful things to share. So, so exciting. And, you know, going back to healthy family meal plans because it it leads into our four-week course as well. You know, I'm all about, you know, having those resources, right, and and sharing those with moms, right? Moms always share the best-kept secrets with each other, um, the best tips. But, you know, if you have a plan or have something that you're trying to follow, but you just know what to do, but you're still not doing it. I incorporate extra tips, these psychology of eating tips. And most importantly, I also incorporate spirituality into um, my coaching, my healthy family meal plans, my, um, my real food meal plan four week course, because you see knowing and hearing this great information that I have, and I'm so happy to be able to share with you today is, is step one, right? It's part one to have this information so that you know what to do, but what happens when you go back home, live your daily busy life, and you kind of know what to do, but you're still not doing it. 
Well, in Healthy Family Meal Plans and in our four-week course program, I am in there on a monthly basis giving my expert help um, to help you actually implement these uh, ways of eating healthy into your daily life. I also bring in experts who will um, speak and help with that as well. And then my absolute favorite part, the biggest piece I think to the puzzle too, is tapping into to spirituality, connecting to our higher power. And in that connectedness, that's where we really tap into those that intuition, that gut feeling, those that unlimited power that you have inside of you in order to really transform, right? And to get yourself to do these things and eat healthy and to get your family on board and to really enjoy it and feel fulfilled when you do this. And so I have that in um, healthy family meal plans where I go in and not only help kind of coach you with the science behind nutrition, but the psychology and the spirituality tied into one to get those those weekly meals on the table for you easier, faster, and in a you know happier way. But our four-week program is also in that format where we have four simple steps from going from you know food fights to happy and healthy in the home. And in those four weeks, in week one, we prep for success because you've got to, you know, have a plan and be ready, have have a great uh, mindset to be ready to just rock and roll and and um, find and do what's best for you. Number two, it's eat this and that because no families want to be on a diet, have restrictions. You want to eat, you know, in abundance, and um, when you eat real foods, especially healthy vegetables with your lean meats and a well-balanced meal, you're going to be able to eat this and that. Um, My third week is making your real food plate, you know, customizing and designing it for what fits you and your family. And number four goes beyond the plate. And um, that's what I would say is one of the most important things. Um, And my very last tip that I wanted to share um, today is When you're going to sit together to have a family meal, one tip that I would have that goes beyond the plate that'll help you actually continue to eat more healthy meals together is to take a moment to stop and say grace or give thanks. Because when we're in that attitude of gratitude, our minds just change. I mean, the pathways in our brain change, create brand new pathways of positivity, of open-mindedness, so that when you sit down to have that meal, everyone is more present, is more mindful, is more grateful for what's there on their plate. And what'll end up happening, just kind of as a byproduct, is you'll have less of, you know, people shoving food in their mouth and less of people having shoving food off their plate in resistance. So it's just something that really helps tie it all together. It's just kind of um, having that that time to stop, um, eat mindfully, and uh, give thanks. And be a family, right? I mean, food has always traditionally been such 
a time for gathering. And now even kids, they're eating on the run. As adults, we're eating these dashboard lunches and then we're eating key or dashboard breakfasts and keyboard lunches. And then the family sits around and watches TV during dinner. And it's such a beautiful thing to turn off cell phones, turn off electronics and actually taste your wonderful food. Elaine, you have done some amazing things. You have really rescued your family from not only the acute illnesses and stresses that you were facing, but what so many people don't do is connect the dots between food and health. And the things that your family and your kids were facing set the tone for not just childhood illnesses, but long-term illnesses like diabetes and heart disease. So, you know, a big hand of applause for you for making that connection, trusting your your mom about bear gut and a big thanks of, you know, big round of gratitude and thanks for not only doing that for your family, but making this part of your commitment to being a family health revolutionary. So thank you so much for anyone who didn't catch the website address to go to. It's www.healthyfamilymealplans.com. And if you put a backslash Aviva, A-V-I-V-A, you get an amazing seven-day full access free pass. So make use of it because it's such a powerful thing to become the CEO of your own family's health, but also to watch your kids learn to eat healthy, to prepare food with you, but also to feel better. So thank you, Elaine, for joining me. I hope to have you again. And I hope so many families go and see the amazing work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And I really enjoyed connecting with you and your listeners. Love it. Talk to you again soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next week. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Natural MD Radio. If you did, please go to avivaram.com and join the conversation about the show on my blog. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. It's free and it's jam-packed with powerful tips to help you take back your health naturally. That's avivaram.com. Take care and see you next time.